the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another, that we may be healed, and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Today's lesson is centered at the Jordan River. We're talking about the priesthood. I'm going to go back just a moment to the Old Testament. And then after we talk about the priesthood, I'm going to take you to a place, a really powerful place, because I promised to talk about another form of prayer this week. Well, I want to share with you some dynamic details that surrounded the baptism of Christ. And as I point this out, you're going to see why your prayers are so dominant, why you should expect a shift in heaven when you pray, why you possess such great influence in prayer. And the heavens that rule over the earth will respond when you pray. God is calling the church now, and I've kind of talked about that before in other lessons, but I just want to remind you of what's taking place. God is calling the church to go back to its roots, go back to where the church began. And to do that, we have to turn to the Word of God. And we have to understand a lot of the events that took place, but he's calling us back to a place of prayer. And therefore, as he calls us back, he's building upon our knowledge that we had, and he is enhancing what we know. I want to see if today you see something phenomenal in the baptism of Christ, because I think it's something that's so very overlooked. Well, something very important happened at the Jordan River. And when it took place, the door for the believer opened and when that door opened, it has never closed. Now, in ancient Israel, God initiated an earthly priesthood to receive tithe, offering, sacrifices, and to manage the tabernacle. The priesthood following held the same duties in the Jewish temple in Jerusalem and actually stood forming the connection between God and man, heaven and earth. Now, remember in the Old Testament, Someone very important, it's Melchizedek. Remember the Bible says that he had father nor mother, and yet he is a mystery until today. Melchizedek held two offices. He held the office of a priest and yet a king, according to the description of him with Abraham. Now, hundreds of years later, Moses' brother Aaron initiated the Aaronotic priesthood. And then much later, in the days of Solomon, a man of true faith, it was a priest named Zadok. He formed the Zadok priesthood, 
in Ezekiel 48.11. The priests then served only in one office. You either were a king or you were a priest, but they were two separate offices. Now, some people aren't ready for all this, but I know that you are. So if you would indulge me for just a moment, if you will, I'll show you where you stand today by going back just a bit further. Now, remember John the Baptist, who is the cousin of Jesus. John's father is a priest. Remember, his name is Zacharias, and he served in the temple in Jerusalem. In Luke 1, 9 to 13, John was baptizing believers at the Jordan River. In 1 John 1, 28, this was the place where Joshua had crossed the Jordan River. And he had instructed the Hebrews to take 12 smooth stones out of the Jordan River and build a monument on the Israel side of the river as a memorial. The same place where Joshua crossed is the same area where John actually baptized Jesus. And it is of great spiritual importance. When high priests were preparing to anoint his son to be a priest, there was a specific procedure that was to take place. Please follow me and make just some mental notes for just a moment. Now, what was to take place according to Leviticus 8.6? The priest's son had to be submerged in water for purification. The high priest's son had to have an anointing. Well, one form of anointing in Leviticus 8.12 was the holy oil. The priest also had to publicly confirm that this was his son. Numbers 20 and 28. This three-part process occurred. It actually took place when Christ waded into the water of the Jordan River. Christ stepped into the same area that Joshua had crossed. Joshua's Hebrew name was Yeshua. And Jesus, actually, his actual Hebrew name is Yeshua. In Joshua's time, the waters of the Jordan rolled back to the city of Adam. Just as Christ's redemptive power removed mankind's sin all the way back to the first man, Adam. When Christ stepped into the cold waters of the Jordan, he was being recognized by John, who was the son of a Jewish priest. Christ was now being baptized, as he was not being baptized, for the remission of sins, because he was sinless. There was a deeper meaning to his baptism, and it relates to you. Christ was 30 years of age, the same age that the Leviticus entered the priesthood in Numbers 4.30. Little did Israel know that the priesthood in Jerusalem was then being transformed to only one man, Jesus Christ. This pattern is seen in his baptism. All three events took place for Jesus to receive the priesthood. Now, not only the priesthood, but the king of the Jews. Christ was baptized in the water Symbolic of preparing for the priesthood. The spirit descended upon him like a dove. This was a sign of the anointing. God spoke from heaven declaring this was his son. Matthew three seventeen. Supernatural signs appear. Jesus is baptized in the Jordan River. Remember, all these things took place. He is emerged. He comes up out of the water And he begins to pray. All the people were baptized and it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and prayed. The heavens opened and the Holy Ghost ascended and a bodily form like a dove. 
And a voice came from heaven that said, Thou art my beloved son, and whom I am well pleased. Now stop there for a moment. Can't you just step into that scene right now? It is so powerful. And how often do we overlook? Do we really understand what was taking place at the Jordan? Jesus comes up out of the water of the Jordan and the water is pouring down his face over his entire body. And he begins to pray and talk to the father. He is completely and totally committed to the plans that are for his life. He now has received the anointing publicly and it takes place shortly thereafter. Something tremendous in the book of Luke. Jesus goes into the wilderness after this baptism. He spends 40 days And afterwards, do you remember what happened? He launches the greatest ministry that the world has ever known. It is so miraculous. The Bible says that he would rise early in the morning and go to a place and pray. And after he prayed, he would be found teaching and ministering to the people. Jesus said in John 10, 16, as a father knows me, even so I know the father. Because Jesus was in the form of human, it was necessary for him to learn some things in this realm. Remember, by his trials, he learned obedience to God, the Bible says. To live in a powerful place, in that powerful realm that Jesus taught and demonstrated, we have to come to a place where we know God in an intimate way to experience his character, his love, his mercy, and his true power. And until we attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, that's Ephesians 4 and 13, Jesus had to commune with God. What about us? To come to have that intimate relationship, to come to know God truly as our Father, where our spirit cries, Abba, Father, Abba, Daddy. In the spirit realm, We must stay connected using prayer as a means of communicating with God so that we come to a place that we are in full revelation of who Christ truly is. And as we receive revelation, we grow and dramatic demonstration of the power of God and of our relationship with him. It comes through prayer. And then we see miracles, signs and wonders that follow. Now, for that moment at the age 30, Christ preached repentance and he demonstrated from that very moment. He demonstrated the kingdom of God, forgiving of sin and healing of the sick. Now, when you give your life to Christ, you have a high priest, but you share in the anointing. You share in the priestly anointing. Remember that transfer at the Jordan River. Now, maybe you can get a hold of who you are in Christ. Now, maybe you will know that when you stand praying, that you stand between heaven and earth and you actually make the connection between the two. The Bible says, I have chosen them. He called them to him and having called them, he gave them right standing with himself and having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. You've been called and you've been justified. He said he gave us his glory. 
You actually share in his glory. He gave it to you. Can I repeat that enough so that you begin to walk in the anointing that God called you to walk in so that your faith in prayer is renewed? The Bible says you'll mount up like eagle's wings. Well, you will if you get a hold of this today. John 17, 22 says, I have given them the glory you gave me so that they may be one as we are one. I'm desperately trying to give you this message today so that if you've lost your confidence in prayer, that it's restored today. For we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. I'm reading straight from the word of God. First Peter two and nine. Now you've been called. I said, you've been called out of darkness into his glorious light. Let me tell you something. The Israelites in the old Testament, remember they would carry the Ark of the covenant on their backs so that they would have the presence of God with them wherever they went to defeat their enemies. Well, once you receive Christ and the Holy Spirit comes inside of you, now you are the Ark of the Covenant. And when you step in the room, you bring the presence of God with you. Your very footsteps shake the building and the spirit realm. You carry Christ in you. Remember, the Bible says Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, will you stand up and use this power? I am here to guarantee you that miracles and signs and wonders will follow when you pray. I know I hear you. I hear you right now. So, Valerie, how do you know that? Well, the Bible says this. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing. It shall not hurt them. Now watch this. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Mark 16, 17 to 18. The Bible says this in the book of Revelations. It says, write these words for they are both faithful and true. Well, I believe that all the words in the Bible are faithful and true. And I know you do too. So let's act like it. Let's act on the word of God. So let's use this power to shake the nation and to shake the nations of the world. Let's take a few moments now. And I just want to talk about a former prayer that is so powerful. Matthew 18, 19 says this. And again, I say to you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that you ask, it shall be done for them of my father, which is in heaven. Now, this is called the prayer of agreement is its nickname, right? And he has only asked for the minimum amount of people that could possibly exist. He says any two. You don't need 10 and you don't need 20. Just two people come together. And if they come together in agreement in prayer, he says, I'm going to do what they're asking me to do. Too often, the prayer of agreement is overlooked. I want to tell you something really quick that happened. I remember a friend of mine. Um, she's been in the prayer ministry with us for years, and her name is Ida. She was in the hospital with an infection in her foot, 
And I remember she had called me, Valerie, I need you to come and pray for me. I need, and I would say, you know, a couple of days I was so busy, oh, I I'm going to get to the hospital. She was up in Katy at Christus St. Catherine was the name of that hospital in those days. And I said, I'll get there. And she called a couple of days. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. On the third day, she called and she said, Valerie. And when I answered the phone, you know, her voice like startled me. Valerie, I need you to get up here to this hospital. And I was like, w- w- what's going on, Ida? She said, the doctor came in here and he said, the infection's taking over my whole body. My kidneys are shutting down and the infection is storming through my body. And they're going to take have to take off both my legs and my circulation has stopped. I said, Ida, oh, my goodness, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'll never forget getting there. And Ida used to cook for the football team over at Mady Creek High School. I'll never forget how I got in the hospital room. When I got there, the whole room was full of football players. I'll never forget opening that door, and these guys are like six feet so, you know, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. I get to her room, and I talk with them for a few minutes. I said, hey, you know what? I didn't expect the football team to be there. I said, can we just, can you guys just agree in prayer? God wanted these guys to see something that day. They said, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Some of the most polite, the politest young men you ever want to meet. Oh, we all took hands, and I prayed. I mean, we took down the house that day. I prayed, and I told them, well, before I prayed, let me back this up. I said, at the end of this prayer, I'm going to ask each of you to say, if you agree with every word of this prayer. And they said, yes, ma'am. I said, what's your name? And I went around the room and each of them told me their name. We all took hands. And so at the end of the prayer, I said, do you agree with the word of this prayer? And the first young man said, yes, ma'am. And I asked the next one and the next one and the next one. And every one of them said, I agree. Yes, ma'am. I agree. I said, then we stand in agreement that this is done and that Miss Ida Scranton is healed in the mighty name of Jesus, we're all in agreement. There's this roar of football players. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Praise God. What well, do you know that Ida got well? They didn't take off her legs. Her kidneys began to function within 24 hours. She went home walking and talking and healed. I'm talking about the prayer of agreement and how powerful that it really is. And all these asking is two. You don't have to have a whole room of football players to agree with you. He's just asking if any two believe on earth, he says, it will be done of my father in heaven. You know, sometimes some of us believe we're just so powerful in prayer. But see, I'll ask for prayer in a heartbeat. Paul, remember, Paul said, pray for me. None of us are above needing prayer. But the prayer of agreement is so powerful And when you have a need, if God gives it to you in your heart, get somebody to agree with you in prayer, then be obedient to the spirit of the Lord. Because the Bible says it lets us know that we hear him in our inner ear. You don't have to hear an audible voice from God to know what direction that he has taken you. The Bible says those that have ears to hear, let them hear what the spirit of the Lord has to say he's talking about speaking to you in your inner ear he's talking about guiding you from within your spirit that's how we hear and the bible says that the sheep know the shepherd's voice we should be able to identify the voice of god and what you are hearing because sometimes people say how do i know what you are hearing should always line up with the word of god
And that helps give you confirmation that what you are hearing is the voice of God. And so therefore, when two believers come into agreement, they come to a place that's so powerful. Because remember, you stand between heaven and earth, and you are part of the royal priesthood. And so therefore, heaven makes a shift when you pray. Because initially, anything that you see in the natural realm, remember there's a spiritual counterpart. So something took place in the spirit realm for you to see it in the natural. And so the same thing happens when you pray. Something has to shift in the spirit realm. And when heaven makes that shift in the spirit realm, you see results of that in the natural. And so heaven and earth come into alignment with the believer. Oh, you have power. All right. And so if you've lost your confidence in prayer, God has sent me to restore your confidence in the word of God. It is when we stay in communion with the father It is when we step into the word of God It is when we have regular prayer times. I'm not talking about haphazard time. Well, maybe I'll pray at nine today and maybe I'll pray at three tomorrow. No, the Bible says morning, noon and evening shalt thou pray. It's giving us a hint, you know, and in the Bible, at 3 p.m., that was a, a, a time of oblation is, is what it's called um, in Jesus' day. 3 p.m. was a time when we see the people going to the temple oftentimes to pray. But the prayer times were set in Jesus' day. And so, therefore, we, are, we need prayer times that are set. You know, I was trained this way. Be on time to prayer and the Holy Spirit will meet you there. You have power in prayer that other people don't have. And they'll wonder, how, how is it that you're able to get a prayer through? How is it that his prayers or her prayers are so mighty? Because you give honor, give God glory, honor, and respect. And whenever you give him reverence and respect him, and give him the glory that you would give a king or even a president. Would you be late if you were going to meet the president? I think not. Would you be late if you were on the way to meet a great king? I think not. Well, don't be late when you're on the way to meet your king. I'm talking about spiritual power. And these are the keys to the kingdom. Be on time and the Holy Spirit We'll meet you there. So today, establish a new covenant with God through prayer that you'll have these prayer times and that you'll be there without delay and that you're going to be committed to this new life of prayer and you'll reserve certain times. You'll even reserve a certain place in your house, a certain place where you live, where you have dedicated. There's a Bible that's dedicated for that prayer time and you don't move it. You are part of the royal priesthood. You stand between heaven and earth and you negotiate between the two. You are that divine connection between heaven and earth. Child of God, you walk in great power. You are the Ark of the Covenant. The presence of God lives mighty in you. So today, make this commitment. Know that you are royalty 
and part of the priesthood. Make that commitment. I'll have these regular prayer times. I'll be on time. I'll give God reverence and honor in my life, the place in my life that he has never had before. I will rearrange my schedule to meet those prayer times. I will cancel appointments rather than give up my prayer time with God. I'm going to give him first place because when you decide, child of God, that he has first place in your life, you're going to find that you're going to pray and you're going to shake Satan's kingdom. You're going to go into the enemy's camp and you're going to take back what he has stolen. If you've been lacking power in prayer, I'm here today to give you the keys to the kingdom in prayer to show you why you were lacking some power. I want you to continue to listen to this broadcast. We're going to go further every week. We're going to unlock the keys. We've got the keys to the kingdom here and we're going to unlock some doors for you today that have been closed. And every time we we meet, you're going to be elevated in prayer because God is calling the church to go back to his roots. And the church was rooted and grounded in prayer. I'm Valerie Sneed for Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. And I'm sorry we're out of time, but we'll be back here next week at 530 and we will have another lesson on prayer. You can go to our website. It's Prayers Heard in Heaven. You can send us an email about a prayer request that you have that you want us to pray about. We'll be excited to hear from you. Everything you have to say, we want to know. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 530. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.